Hi, welcome to Embody Wellness. I hope that you're doing well during these times, wherever you are. And because we are in lockdown, we thought it would be nice to start a series of episodes to talk about the mind. So we're going to start by introducing very basic concepts that will give you clues to make that to make your mind more familiar to you. So I hope you like this and please stay tuned. So the idea of deeper levels of information processing was developed by Sigmund Freud. And he was an Austrian psychiatrist and psychoanalyst who studied the mind and he divided it into the following concepts. The first one is the conscious mind. So this is where all thoughts and actions with our awareness that we put into, if that makes sense. So for example, that would be um, seeing the beauty of a flower of, or maybe of someone else's face. Um, or really just thinking in all the duties that you have to do um, for the week. So the next concept will be the, sub, the subconscious mind. It defines all reactions and automatic actions that we can become aware of if we think about them. For example, when you feel moody and then you realize that your moodiness was because you haven't slept enough. That would be a good example of um, a subconscious mind and a, and a very basic example. But I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going deep as 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 we go. So the next concept is the unconscious mind. So it defines all past events and memories unaccessible to us, no matter how hard we try to remember to bring things up. So for example, I'm gonna give a personal experience. A few years ago, I remember I was talking to an ex-boyfriend and he, for some reason he was talking about some ex-girlfriend and I realized I got very moody and yeah, I, I really, I didn't understand why I was feeling like that. I just, I just got moody and since I didn't understand the reason why I didn't say anything, but that mood or that heavy emotion I I was I was having lasted for a couple of days, um, and it made me change my attitude towards him to be more cold and distant. And it was just years later that I was actually able to understand what was happening so i want i'm, I'm gonna pause here because i want to introduce a, a a deeper a deeper concept and i'm gonna be talking about this specifically which is the shadow work and for that i need to also mention that this term but was developed by Carl Gustav Jung, he was a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst who found that 
analytic psycho psychology. Um, so it is really hard to explain the subliminal nature of all material on the unconscious because it, it contains all those psychic components that have fallen below the threshold. Abundant and uh, abundant um, experience, experience and theoretical knowledge has tell us that the unconscious contains material that just haven't reached the conscious mind. So these are the seeds of the future conscious contents. The contents of the personal unconscious, which is another concept developed by Carl Jung, um, was acquired during the during an individual's lifetime. Sorry, the contents of um, that we experience at the beginning of our life have a strong influence on our ego, and by ego I mean the conscious mind. So he divided it into different states and one of one of those terms was the shadow work so um so you believe that we also acquire aside from the shadow the anima and the animus and he called this archetypes um, that are present on our collective unconscious. Um, so I'll talk about the collective unconscious on a different podcast because otherwise it can be for hours. Um, but yeah, so the most accessible of these archetypes or or unconscious contents that we acquire the shadow is the most accessible one and and the easiest to experience because it's full with the contents from the personal unconscious so the shadow is a moral problem that challenges the whole ego personality and can make you feel um, contradictions no one can become conscious of the shadow without considerable effort to become conscious it involves recognizing the dark aspects of your personality or or the aspects that you believe are negative from your own personality. So by realizing that they are real and they're a part of you, it's 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 a step. It's a big, it's a huge step to, to get started. And this kind of self-knowledge um really meets considerable resistance from the ego uh, or the conscious mind. Indeed, self-knowledge as a psychotherapeutic measure frequently requires much pain. Closer examination of the shadow or the dark characteristics of our personalities um, that could look like having an inferiority uh, kind of feeling inside um, and it can reveal the that they, that that feeling have an autonomy and it really you can control that so that's why that's why we we use that term of autonomy 
I know this is a lot of information and even for me trying to explain all of this and trying to make it easy and not to give too much concepts and ideas to make it it would just make it more complicated and yeah we, we, we don't need to do that so you might be asking what are the benefits of doing this why would you go through so much pain um to to be aware of your behavior patterns so the the benefits if we can call it benefits um that i saw in myself the first one was that my self-knowledge improved incredibly like even my awareness is it's so much more sharp like i can be i can stop myself from being impulsive or yeah reacting to someone else smooth or like yeah if if maybe somebody's trying to be mean to you and just want to provoke you to get you into a fight or get you into an argument i i i can now i can step back and like don't even get mad or try to not to um only if it's really needed so another thing i'll say that my social skills or also were definitely influence since since i'm not feeling powerless and little and inferior I can stand up for myself now. I can I can start conversation because I feel that I'm that I'm interesting enough that I have um that I can share myself and somebody else will think it's okay and that's it. And and if they don't think that then it's okay too. I I I believe that in myself and that's what matters. Um but yeah, like creating more bonds, being more closer to my friends. Um sharing my feelings with them communicating what i need and also the my physical health totally it reduces the amount of stress that i experience physically since i i i used to have a lot of back pains um every time i go through a lot of stress like like a lot of stress i get I get notes on my back and they're really they're really painful. So now that I can control my emotions and I don't react impulsively or get really like really mad on someone because they were bad to me or any reason. And I I can say I haven't felt much notes on my back and if I start to feel that something is it's trying to trying to come then i try to meditate or try to do yoga and just release the stress because stress is poison for the body in general now you don't have to go directly to the pain and the and your childhood and all those and all those sad memories that you have <laughs> hidden on your unconscious you don't have to do that to to start becoming aware of your of your emotions and your behavior patterns it really just takes 
journaling. Journaling can really help you to get in touch with yourself, with your inner world. And I think this is something that must be progressively. And that's why I wouldn't recommend just try to go to your childhood and remember the most sad memory that you have. Um, one really good exercise can be uh, when when you're feeling triggered, when you're feeling moody, um, experiencing any kind of emotion, try to describe it. And you can do that on your phone. Just take some notes, or if you have if you have a notebook, you can do it there too. But just describe describe how does that feels like. Where in your body do you feel the emotion? Just become aware of your thoughts and the physical reactions, sensations, I mean the physical sensations. So maybe you can feel an emotion and you, you, you notice that it's on the, I don't know, on your chest or on your neck or you feel it on your back. It, you will know. So it's being being present while you're going through through a through through any kind of moment, emotional emotional sensation, um, that you feel that you can't quite understand why you're feeling like that. So just describe where does it feel, how does it feel, what kind of emotion and what do you need to you can even think what do you need to not feel like that anymore so in my in my case that can be like um, maybe I am moody because I didn't receive the attention from my partner the enough attention that I or maybe in the way that I wanted the attention at that moment and so that can make you stop and try to think why are you feeling like that why are you reacting like that and try to find ways in which you can communicate that honestly not not projecting on someone's else and saying oh you are you're so aggressive why are you talking to me like that why are you not why are you ignoring me so instead of saying why are you ignoring me ask yourself Why am I feeling this way because this person is ignoring me? What do I need from this person? How can I express this? And as you start to practice vulnerability with the people that surround you, your relationships will get more richer because they're not superficial anymore. So I want to leave the I want to leave it here. I hope that this is helpful for you. I will definitely be recording more um, good stuff to help you out with this journey on trying to become one with your unconscious and your conscious mind. So you can be at peace and or at least a little closer to harmony and balance within yourself. Thank you very much and I hope you stay safe at home. Thank you.